So I said to him, no, that's not even my chalupa. But it was your chalupa. Yeah, but not after what he did to it. Damn it, now I have to have chalupas for lunch. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quesalupa now. Ooh. Quesalupa. Which I found weird because I'm pretty sure this Why, is, ch- is like cha cancel culture? Can- yeah, wow. Cancer. No, they, they <laughs> canceled. Oh, my God. <laughs> Child cancer culture. Ah! Apparently, there's a culture for children with cancer, yeah. and Mark doesn't uh, like it. <laughs> no, so they I'm, have... I'm glad the show isn't Well, they have, like, the chalupa. <laughs> they have the chalupa, but then the, the new special one is a quesalupa because there's melted cheese in it. I'm pretty sure there was cheese in it before. I but al- I'm almost positive. Yeah. But now it's queso why the ch- cheese. Why would the chalupa? <laughs> like, well, what are we doing oh, here? It's ca- oh, see? See? They put a couple onions and peppers you know, in there. They just, like, lose their minds. People are like, well, how do you make queso? It's fucking cheese. It's literally Spanish for cheese. Yeah, but you got the, stu- you got, you got the stuff in it. You got some chopped tomato, it's, some little onions, some, salsa con, some jalapeno. Salsa con queso. Got to put some jalapeno in that queso. Fresh diced It's like decked up cheese. I get it. I get it. <laughs> That's fine. You can get it. I didn't even go to bed school. You said bed school. You definitely <laughs> said bed school. I was in bed school. I was in med school. <laughs> So we're going to start today. We decided the hell with you people. We're going to just start drinking early. So we're going to drink this beer. And uh, we're going to let Dave talk about this beer. Yeah. Well, Dave and all of his infinite wisdom took took somewhat of a little bit of a trip. Didn't sometime. even quarantine. We're all fucked. I sure did. Because that hypothetical trip may or may not have been three weeks ago. So bam. But... Uh, okay. While I was stopping, uh, hypothetically, in New Mexico, uh, I grabbed this beer. And uh, this is a double white, and it's from Marble Brewing Company out of Albuquerque, Nima, uh, <laughs> New Mexico. <laughs> this is a double white. Uh, I'd imagine it's something like a shock top or a... What's the, what's the other Belgian? Uh, Allagash. Allagash, but what's the other one? Shock Top is always competing with Blue Moon. Blue I'm sure it's like a there Blue Moon. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's a Belgian, yeah. So I'm sure it's it's I'm sure it's somewhere in between those. But I figured to be safe, we'd have to try it and find out. So it's a double white. Yeah, I don't know. Is it what well, that is? Reading this, it's dry, pale, and hazy. So we have kind of like that pale ale aspect to it. Maybe that makes it a double. I don't oh. know what makes it a double. Unless it it's smells... like a cheeseburger, because then there's two of them. What the hell is this word? Punctiliciously? All right. Um, can you go ahead and smell yours and I tell cannot. me what you smell? I get Ooh. whiffs. Grits, right? It smells like grits. It smells like corn. It smells like cooked grits. 
<clears throat> smells like corn. smells like cream of wheat. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. As soon as you said that, my brain went to it. All right, kids. Well, we. All right, kids. Well, we did the sniff test. Let's, uh, Pass me the butter. Pass me the. Butter. <laughs> let's see what this double white is really like in real life, huh? That's fantastic. Mm. Oh, it tastes like corn. What's going on there? What in the heck is that? Is New Mexico, New Mexico still part of our country? <laughs> Can it not be after this beer? <laughs> wow. That was... Um, We're going to have to ask you to join, rejoin old Mexico. <laughs> Just don't remember it. I don't... Uh, it's, it's potent. Like, it's, it's weird. Pun- it's pungent. Weird. Is it like a cinnamon flavor? What is the weird like tickle at the end of it? It's like, it's like nutmeg. Yeah. It's like when you put nutmeg in something, it doesn't That's need belong. nutmeg. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, yeah. it says it's oh, cinnamon spices. sticks. Like traditional you know those, spices. Or no, so what, are the, like... what are those called? Cloves. Cloves. Seven percent. Oh, yeah. Right? Cloves. Tastes like cloves. Seven percent alcohol by volume. Well, Belgian inspired. Just ale brewed with spices. Accented with traditional spices. They don't want to tell you because they know they fucked up. Traditional spice. It's got to be cloves, right? It's got. It's got to. You smell it, and it smells like cooked grits, and then you taste it, and it tastes like. Yeah, if someone you, took a shock top, mixed it with nutmeg and cloves, and. Yeah, if you actually like smell that before you drink it, like you hate your life. And you didn't really want to enjoy this beer because it's going to just set you off and like. Well, wrong. I don't know if I enjoy that. No, I don't. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm not all in. done drinking that. I'm giving that a buck five. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably follow you on that. Seven percent alcohol. How about a two? Well, is that is that like a pity point for being seven percent alcohol? Was that a one point seven five? Well, Dave, I the appreciate board? the fact that you carried this four thousand miles. For us, <laughs> Maybe that's why it tastes so bad. <laughs> I can um, I can go right down the uh, whatever you want to call it hatch and uh, yeah, the butthole hatch. Marble. Uh, we're probably not gonna buy another beer from you. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that was rough. That was rough. Uh, next time I'm in New Mexico, I will. Uh, I will appreciate the food. Food's pretty good. Were they the ones that did the peach one? No. Okay. No. Right, just kidding. Sorry. Georgia. Topic for later, guys. Sorry, I don't mean that. Didn't mean to jump ahead. For later. Time for this. Heavy metal headlines. What's true count? That's just going to start with four what's to come. Pretty good. Um, Perfect. That was my Scott Stapp impression. Stapp. Uh, oh, wait. I'm sober. Um, so do you, want, there... do you want to do another take of that? Like, No, okay. not at all. <laughs> do uh, you want to try again? Metal news this week. We have uh, Mr. 10 Second Songs himself, Mr. Anthony Vincent, posting his goodbye video. Um, now I'd, I'd encourage any fan of goodbye, uh, cruel world. Anyone who's a fan of Mr. 10 second songs, he does all kinds of really, I, I've great, always enjoyed. I love it. He's, he does. he's so talented. And he was in the Motley Crue movie. Yeah. He played their like stand in lead singer <laughs> for like that one show. <laughs> That's awesome. No, he, uh, so in this goodbye video, he details, uh, much of his career, how everything went down over the last couple of years and how he blew up and what happened after that. I didn't realize how quickly he actually blew up, um, for a little bit there. He was, uh, he was kind of competitive there with PewDiePie for subscribers. So that's really saying something. He's um, like, a okay. What's interesting. I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're like, what's, in, what's interesting about this is like, he's like a YouTube sensation. He's probably making a fortune. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! Like if you have he like the, abandoned if stuff if you're in the million so, view range, like you're actually making money off of YouTube. So good luck in the real world, buddy. But continue. Well, so what he goes <laughs> on to say is that you know he 
he was the front man of of the band that he's been in for years. You know, before when he blew up and everything. Um, he said that a whole bunch of uh, executives from record labels and stuff reached out to him and wanted to do deals and stuff, but only with like metal Christmas music and whatever, and wouldn't sign his original band because they said that like rock is dead. But then signed Greta Van Fleet a couple days later. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not rock music. No. Well, anyway. Just Led Zeppelin tribute band. Yeah, but <laughs> still. Anyway, uh, so he goes on to detail all these things, uh, making it seem as though he's going to be deleting his channel. He's actually not deleting his channel. He's just... Well, he's making a fortune off of it. He's making a fortune off of everything that he has, but now he's changing his name, obviously, to Anthony Vincent, which is, in fact, his name. And uh, and he's going to continue doing music, but but only to showcase as a vocalist and, and his talents and the songs that he likes and where his passion is. Because over the last couple of years, you know, it's been a pretty... Uh, it's a pretty tough thing to keep up with your fans, man, and to give everybody what they want week in, mm-hmm. week out for that's, years. That's yeah. pretty draining. So true. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad he's not, you know, going out the door for good. Right. And uh, I'm glad. I'm looking forward to these these new things coming up. But if you guys haven't seen it, check out that video. If you haven't seen his latest cover, I believe it's "Audio Slaves Like a Stone." Really, really good okay. cover. Um, <clears throat> and he's doing really well. Yep. Interesting. So there's that. I guess I'll follow real quickly. We didn't bring it up last time, me and Marcus had one. But if you didn't know, um, Jared Dines and oh God. Howard Jones. Thank you, Howard Jones, uh, released their single. for the. I, so it's weird because the band is called Scion. I is think it it's Scion weird. or Sion? Something like that. Yeah. So I find it weird that they have a name when it's just, a, but okay, it's fine. Um, it's called the what? The Blade? Song, the Blade was, was released. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. I mean, his vocals are obviously phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't totally wowed by the no, track I wasn't itself, blown but away I, by I it. love seeing Howard back in the studio, nice. man. That's It's nice to Anytime see him. you can get Howard in the studio, you have my attention. I mean, the last time what, Light the Torch, they had an album like 3 4 years ago. Like it's yeah. been a while since they've made anything new. So it's cool. I he's mean, he's had a really rough break of everything going on. Yeah. He's been trying to uh, as soon as that guy catches momentum again, I'm going to be right there behind him mm-hmm. supporting him. That yeah. that dude needs to stay in the metal scene for life. Absolutely. But yeah. Um I, d- I don't think it's on Spotify yet, but I know that the YouTube video is is out there. Something to check out. I don't feel like this is going to be the first instance of this because like you have like a you have like a lot of bands that are becoming like TikTok sensation like a TikTok it's band or like serious. YouTube like you know it's like you're not getting in like traditionally so like right. anybody and anybody can put up like a TikTok you get like a little bit of a following all of a sudden you got a few hundred thousand views and mm-hmm. like kind of a thing it's like well I want to be taken seriously like, dude stick with what's working yeah pretty much it's hard out there man it is yeah, like I always bring up. Look at Matt Heafy. He says he makes more money off Twitch than right. he does his actual band. Right. But I think I think so much of the industry now. I think everything's shifting right now. Right. So we've we've all just proven over this last year that we can work remotely. That we don't need to be on premises to get as right. much work done as we have. <laughs> we can work from home. We have the technology. Right. And this is changing things now to where. You know, you see the internet companies are changing to, you know, charging per gigs used every month. And same thing with phone companies now. And all these things are shifting. But these things are... What is that? Paramount Plus. Yeah. And Discovery Plus. Right. (laughs) And all this Plus stuff. But it's everywhere. And so the big thing right now is to stay contemporary. Like, obviously, do whatever you're passionate about. Like, anything. You know, if you're going to blow up online, great. But you also need to understand that you need to kind of supplement that that lifestyle (laughs) with... uh, 
with everything else going on. You know, if you carry all your eggs in one basket and then fizzle out, like we've seen multiple YouTubers do, you know, it can be really drastic and, and horrible. So you got to stay current. you got to stay on top of it. And in an ever-changing world, you have to be somebody that, that refuses to be put in a box. And changes their name and filters himself to look like an 18 year old girl to get his music out <laughs> that was epic dude oh that's a, that's a music st- <laughs> it's not it's not metal news but it is epic news yeah. we'll share that with marcus offline i think that's it for news though main 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 off we go Heavy Metal Over 6 Back presents the greatest song every year since 1980 Anthony, would you like to take us into our main event today? Sure. And main what, event. And explain what we're doing here. So a little while ago, we did kind of a little thing where there was like it was like a list. It was like a Loudwire list or whatever metal happened or whatever it was. It was one of the two best songs of every year, starting in like 1970 or something. Pretty like much. That. Um, and we kind of went through, and we I I think I was the one who brought up the fact that I think we could do a better list of, of the ones that were listed on there because there was a lot of random ones that didn't really fit or they, they weren't, shouldn't have been there personally. Yeah. Um, so I said we should do our own version of it. So we decided to do, this would be a three-part series where we kind of go through the years, roughly nine to ten years for each segment and kind of give our song of choice for each year. Sounds good. It can be personal, you know, it can be whatever you, we each individually feel would be the song of the year. Actually, I think I just found the article that I was looking for, so I will be able to refer back to the original. <clears throat> Is that when you add for? Refer? Alright, so we are queued up. So, I believe we're starting, so we broke this up by decade. We're going to do the 80s today. And possibly finishing up in 1990, and then we'll do the 90s next time, and then we're going to do the epic modern era of music that has been the zeros and teens. Yep. Yeah, that will be kind of a, a longer one, and this is not meant to be open like this. And we're not going to uh, do this all. We're not going to do this all today, folks. So we're we're gonna we're gonna bust this up. But, it, but oh, you beer. oh, thank you. We're gonna uh, we're gonna beer we're gonna. Me. We're going to mix in a couple of different beer reviews. Obviously, the first one didn't go so well for us. Oh. So uh, we're going we're gonna to keep trying until we find a beer that we like. Find one that doesn't taste or like we'll, marble. Or, God damn it, we'll die trying. <laughs> Soft. Marble grits. <laughs> That's what it smelled like, man. Want to go first? So, Let us. the year is 1980. Mm-hmm. Numero uno. Numero uno. The best metal slash rock song of 1980 is featuring now, again, Anthony. <laughs> and I'm sorry I'm doing this on the air, but I will ask. I have found the article that we previously referenced from Loudwire. Okay. So I don't know if maybe okay, should kind of, we share that one? Yeah. We can. We can share the one and that then, was And then we will share our selection. So the 1980 selection via Loudwire, whatever this article came from, best metal song of each year since 1970, was Ozzy Osbourne's crazy train off of blizzard of oz so we'll see how smart we are compared to loudwire yep um funny because mine was actually the same album that i went off but i didn't do crazy train i just picked a different song Mm -hmm. more of a personal reason because i like it better Mm -hmm. but i went with mr crowley 
I like. That's I've a great song. Always Mr. enjoyed that. Crowley. Yeah. I've I've always enjoyed. I mean, again, Crazy Train is just, and I think it's more or less because it's one of those ones where it's played so much, and it's one one of those ones where it's just it's so overplayed, and it's like I can't. It's not that it's like a bad song. It's no, just like, it's just one of those things. You may not like that. <laughs> I didn't think so. You might like that, Marcus, more than him. No, I don't want that. <laughs> I saw I saw you pull it out. I said, uh, nope. Uh, but yeah, I, Mr. Crowley is mine. And just so we're all in the understanding, we're not just comparing our selection no. to like what Loudwire did. It's just, you know. Why is it things floating in this? No, it's not even floating, just it's sediment. Good. It's There's good. like an inch oh, of it? fucking sediment. That's, on the that? That's because it's unfiltered. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Tastes as such. Any hooser. <laughs> Which is weird, because you're not supposed to shake it to get it, you know, but uh-huh. no. I'll celebrate how I want to celebrate. That's true. <laughs> you want oh, good, thanks. I play. No, I'm, bad I'm radio, hoping, bad that, radio. I'm hoping that the rest of these beers don't suck that we're going to try here today. All right, we'll move on. Sorry, we're derailing the main event. We do that well. We digress. So, Ozzy Osbourne, Mr. Crowley. Mm-hmm. 1980, best song. Okay. So, I'm not going to lie. This uh, this list was pretty difficult for me. And I'm probably going to catch heat for saying this, but I'm not sorry. I have never really been a major fan of 80s rock or metal. To each his own. I just never. Mm-hmm. It just hasn't really done it for me. So, I had to, like, go through. I even, when I went through this <clears throat> list, I even went through to, like, listen to, like, some songs. Like, okay. You know, do I even know the song? And for me, it kind of became a, a game of, like, notoriety, sure. almost. You know, like, mm-hmm. which song do I actually think is the best from that year? You know, which right. one did the best? Now, seeing as how this band that I'm about to mention is still selling out across streaming platforms, across the board, I just, I, I can't I can't deny it. And whether or not I want to admit it, this song gets stuck in my head all the time. I'm going with Queen, Another One Bites the Dust. It's a great song. I mean, I'm, I'm that was 1980. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Like, yeah. Was that like the middle of their catalog? Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. So the, God 75. Damn, they, they started 75. in the 70s. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, think about it. He was he was Mister Mister Free Love. <laughs> yeah. Listen, my my timeline. Hey, my timeline is like completely gets jacked up. Like when you look mm-hmm. back and you actually figure out like when like this stuff actually happened. Right. That's a good one. What do you got, sir? Uh, sorry, I do uh, hydrate. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. The cool thing about the 80s is, like, this cool thing happened where Iron Maiden put out an album, like, almost every single year. <laughs> and, I, and the follow with that, yes. Because, yeah, like, seriously. everyone I've looked at, it's right. like, okay, they put out one, they put out one every year. Yep. Now, I don't know I don't know how far we want to get into honorable mentions. I won't spend, like, a lot of time. But I was down to two bands. I was actually with Iron Maiden, and I was with Sabbath. Okay. okay. Now, Sabbath, this is when Dio. Yep. Yes. Was actually with, with Sabbath. So, Heaven yep. and Hell by Sabbath with Dio as the vocalist. Great song, but mm-hmm. not going to be my official pick. And what I actually decided, so this is off of the self-titled Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden. I actually decided to go with a song called Transylvania. Okay. Because I think the guitar work is neat, the song is awesome, and it's like sneaky catchy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Killer is making a bitchin' playlist. And that's their <laughs> second album, too. That right? year. <laughs> that week. Yeah, right? <laughs> the, way, the way like some of these actually run. Now, I promise I did stray away from Iron Maiden at least a couple of times. Guys. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. It was um, hard. It really was. Yeah, we'll totally make a playlist as long as my co-host actually wrote down their list because I'm no way typing this today. Yeah, yeah, you are. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. I won't do it. <laughs> All right. I don't know if you actually notice anything. 
But it just won't happen if you try to tell me to do something that I don't want to do. <laughs> it just won't happen. I try to explain that to some people. You get called an egotistical asshole. Alrighty, so <laughs> moving right along, the year is 1981. Now, per Loudwire, <clears throat> it was Iron Maiden's Wrathchild. Mm. Yep. Again, Iron Maiden just kept pumping out albums, so. Every year, man. Every year. For 81? Oh, for this five, you're going to, yeah. Let's let's start you off for this five, Me? and the next five, someone else will start. Okay. Um, I actually went with the album is Moving Pictures by Rush. And I picked the song, Tom Sawyer. I mean, from a drummer's point of yeah. view. I mean, no, that is an excellent key, That would be song. the one to go with. Um, again, it's one of those ones like, so, and I mean this from not, not a bad way, but you know, back then music wasn't as like crazy as it is nowadays. Like it's a lot more technical nowadays and whatnot, especially in the drum department, right? Realistic. And I think Neil Part was a big part of that. And, you know, that whole kind of weird solo-y part in Tom Sawyer was, was like, it's iconic is what it is. Yeah. So yeah, Rush, Tom Sawyer. It changed the game, and it's so cool how, like, these people that literally just did not give a F about what people thought contemporarily of their music and went outside the box are the ones that we look back on. They're like, wow, that actually paved the way for this, mm -hmm. you know? I love that about about music in general, just being able to reflect back at this. And that's what I got out of the, out of this list was, like, you know, this, this piece of music history. This, I mean, even, even a, a, off this album, a slate you know, mention of, of course, YYZ. I mean, let's be realistic. The fact that the rhythm is the letters YYZ in Morse code, that's fucking silly, right? Like, that they would be able to do that. Enough and nothing. Tom Sawyer actually holds up today. Yeah. Like, I mean, you you know it's Rush. Like, sure. you, like you listen to Rush, you know it's Rush, but, like, it's got, like, it's actually got, like, catchy, like, instrumental. Like, it's got, like, it's, I mean, got, a hook, it's got a hook in the vocals. For like three-piece band? I mean, they can make some shit. Yeah, they're retarded. I'm going to say it. I love Rush. It's fine. <laughs> I'm one of those. Rush is great. I have no problem with Rush. <gasps> These are colorful cans. Holy shit. Yeah, very, very vibrant and bright. Uh, in the spirit of 1981, I had to... So, there was... I'm not going to lie to you. There was a couple of years that were really tough for me. We're gonna we're gonna get to those down the line because there's like there's one there's a few years where you're like wow this song came out that year and this song came out that year and then there's a couple like wow nothing came out this year <laughs> but for 1981 I had to go with a band who debuted in 1981 anyone anyone I can just go to the list that's in front of me well let's see I went was it ACDC no definitely not. Because for those who out the rock did come out, I went with. Was it Metallica? Uh, <laughs> close. Or was it Molly Crew? It was Molly Crew. I went with "Piece of Your Action" by Molly Crew. That's a good one. Because it was a it was a map point for them, you know. Sure. If it weren't for the and Grant, that's not their best song. Uh, let's say this: <clears throat> that is not their best song by any means. But the fact that it put them on the map, the mm -hmm. fact that they got onto the map <laughs> with that song, means it made my list. Yeah. Because of what they came to be. In 1981 was a, was a tough year for me. <laughs> being being the swimmer that I was. The swimmer that you were. So, <laughs> call me not paying attention, but uh, Ozzy Osbourne's Diary of a Madman Mad actually came out this year. Yes, it did. Ooh. 
which I probably could have found. And something. that was the last album with Rhodes, if I'm correct. Over the mountain, flying high again. You can't kill rock and roll, believe it. See, that's the problem. Like Diary of a Madman didn't have like that iconic hit, except no. for probably like set the actual song. Over Diary the of a Madman. That or uh, Over the Mountain, I think might be the Over the Mountain, the bigger that's, one. That's a good them. tune. But the song that I ultimately decided to choose, and this is as '80s metal as you're ever gonna get out of Marcus. Mm. I want Riot. Wow! Damn. Hey, look at you! Damn. I was like, dude, we're in the '80s. Let's get some freaking '80s metal in Let's there. Let's go! I'll give you a one-time shot. Like, you're not gonna hear any fucking White Snake or Poison or any other choices <laughs> like that from me. But I'm gonna give you some Riot. I'm gonna give you some Swords and Tequila. Yep. As my song for 1981. Totally fair. Proud of you. I'm glad you are. Tom Sawyer was actually my first choice, but Anthony took it. So. <laughs> I'm glad that narrowed it down. So we were allowed to talk. We were allowed to talk about that, and like I could just still throw in some '80s metal in there, being 1980. Well, that was that was like the the third part to this list, right? So I felt like I had to make this list based on the hits that were available. Then I had to go back and look at which band was the best, you know, out of that time, what they became after that time period. And then I also had to look at this list and compare it that list to which ones you guys I thought <laughs> would grab. Right. Now, yeah, at, the you, sa- yeah. at the same point, at the, to that same thought process, like there's a couple in here that I actually expected might be some possible doubles. Right. And, and there's going to be a couple that I'm yes. going to say I don't care. But what's actually also cool is like not only looking at what came out, but like. I um we had these like really handy lists of like what actually started in ni- in like every single year. Yep. So bands that started in nineteen eighty one officially Metallica, <clears throat> Molly Crew. So they they formed and like were able to release yeah, like really LA, yeah. really quick. Suicidal Tendencies was a nineteen eighty one band. Yep. That's they pretty almost fun. Almost made the list for me. <laughs> almost. Almost. <laughs> uh, Pantera officially yep. nineteen eighty one. They had a couple of EPs that are going to come out in like some of these next years and uh, officially Anthrax. Wow. Good times had by all. Just right. wanted to give a, a couple shout outs to that. Yeah. And Quick now, shout. the year is 1982. Now, per Loudwire, 1982, Iron Maiden made, its, uh, made another appearance with Hollowed Be Thy Name off of the Number of the Beast album. <clears throat> and that's going to follow into mine. I picked Number of the Beast album. Yep. But. <laughs> but not hollowed be thy name absolutely not because that originally came out like 1950 something <laughs> <laughs> yes technically <laughs> i actually went with run to the hills huh sorry buddy um that's fine you. i'm actually tickled pink <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, it was, for me it was between that and number of the beast i mean that's an iconic one as well i mean let's be realistic that whole opening intro is like the start to probably every live show that ever done yeah right realistic so um no i i personally actually run to the hills is the first iron maiden song i ever heard technically that was the one that got me into them it's also one of the greatest songs of all time it's a good one that galloping in my opinion it's one of the greatest songs of all time it has everything it has like the cool soft nice build up it's got excitement it's got crazy solos Excitement <laughs> gives me goosebumps because my legs just got all goosebumpy. Goose pimples, goose flesh. Huh? Uh, no. So run to the hills. Don't worry, buddy. I got you. So since Anthony took my run to the hills, I will follow up with the number of the beast. Good. Cool. It starts with that carrying of a really high note in the very beginning. Yep. It's got probably one of the most iconic guitar riffs. 
of the era. Yep. And I really think that the um, the number of the Beast album is what really started the visual aspect of the Iron Maiden live show, where like comic books came from, like where like yeah. st- like stage characters came from, where like backstories came from, and it's like I don't know, they're Iron Maiden's amazing. Yeah. And it actually so far ahead of their time. Absolutely. With this one. Like, I cannot believe this was 1982. Right. I actually wasn't born for this one yet. Proud of you. <laughs> Proud of you. Keep swimming. Yeah. Keep swimming, buddy. <laughs> keep, keep dodging the eggs. Just hanging out in the bag, you know? Like, <laughs> just fucking... But, one like, quick punch away from dying. Just but so far ahead of their lamping. time. Because, like... Like, especially the two songs, like, they were mentioned. All Be Thy Name and, like, Run, run to for the hills run to the hills excuse me my god bless me um <laughs> get out like talking about holding up in like present day time i mean absolutely and i'd be willing to bet you'll get a single if they actually perform live today like everybody in that crowd can sing along to those yeah, and you're talking about a song now that is 49 years old right i don't think that's right 39 right no it's 38. No, I should use myself because I was born in 83. So like, this should be really easy math for me. <laughs> yeah, so just take not, not, for, not, not 49 years old. You I'm were sorry. not 49 years I'm old. Not, I, I better not be. My God. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. All right, anyway. So the year was 1983. Two. two. Or so oh, you guys caught that, huh? It's unfortunate. Well, I'd like to preface this by stating that I'm pretty sure my job here at Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack is to drink beer, listen to music, and piss off Marcus. I'm going to say Dave didn't come up with one, or... Or he came, came up with Here I Go Again by Whitesnake. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. He had a nice car. That song is not bad. So, I mean, I was just thinking, I mean, come on. Iconic 80s, like, listen, I'm not, I'm not proud... Of the bro metalheads, okay? I'm not, but they are a part of metal culture. Let's be serious, mm-hmm. right? Like we don't we don't necessarily like to acknowledge that there's a whole bunch of bro dudes that love Nickelback in every single one of our crowds, okay? But it's still a reality that we deal with. True. I am not at all a poster child for White Snake, <laughs> but sure? if you were to put me back in that are year sure? <laughs> about about which song stuck out the most, come on, made a fantastic uh, cameo in the uh, movie Rock of Ages, right? End in the bowling for soup, though. <laughs> I'd like to give a quick shout-out to the bands that were formed in 1982. Two. Two? Thank you. Dose. <laughs> Deuce. Deuce, uh, Deuce. Steve Vai actually became a thing. I didn't realize he... He just was disappeared. As a <laughs> he just decided to <laughs> show up. Uh, Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dio yep. actually became officially a thing. Uh, if you want to get in the 80s spirit, Cinderella. Cinderella, yep. And Crumb Suckers. Good thing. Sorry. <laughs> crumb Suckers. That's all I have to say about That's that. That's nice. <clears throat> Yowza. All righty. Moving right along. We're doing good, boys. The year is 1983. Now, according to Loudwire, they told us that 1983, Dio with Holy Diver. Now, let me just say, so Dio was formed in 1982, and the first thing that they pump out is that Holy Diver. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Right. Um. Do we want to keep Anthony as a first? Do you want to keep going yeah, as a first? That's fine. Right here. That's um, fine. I did actually go with Dio again. 
but I went with Rainbow in the Dark. Son of a bitch, dude. Am I keep taking your you shit? You know what? I actually feel like we're like me and you. <laughs> keep taking your shit, buddy. I feel like we're like very compatible today. That's fine. That's fine. I have a backup. I don't need you. This is why you have a backup. <laughs> this is why I had the backup. I mean, right. I, I feel. I mean, we need to stop looking. Rainbow in the. the <laughs> you cheating off me? Uh, no. I mean, Rainbow in the Dark. When I think Dio, Rainbow in the Dark is the song that comes to mind. Is it my favorite Dio song? No. But it's the one I feel is, like, the most popular. I think uh, I was looking at this list, too, and I was like, how much of this, like, because I wasn't alive for any of this music when it came out, you know? So, like, how how much of this do I have to blame to, like, the influences of my childhood and everything else? Like, you know, the certain heads of certain bands, like, you know, so-and-so is a a motorhead. (laughs) You know, like... I never got introduced to Motorhead, like, naturally by myself. I didn't right. accidentally find them. I had a neighbor that would work on his Pontiac Le Mans in the front of his house every day blasting Motorhead, right. you know? Like, and so I thought about all that going into this list, too. Mm-hmm. All the influences. I went with uh, Metal Liquor. I mean, sorry, Metallica. <laughs> Metal Liquor. <laughs> <laughs> How many, uh, how many are you going to kill? There was a couple of options from Metallica for this year That's in 1983. Their debut album. And I surprisingly went with Fight Fire with Fire. That's a good one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't want to go. Dave, okay. 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 Okay, okay Mark. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. I got you. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think as far as like uh, old school Metallica fans go, I might be the only person on the planet that did not love Kill 'Em All. Like Kill 'Em All, like literally, did, except for Motorhead. I actually like the song uh, Motorbreath. Motor Breath. Excuse me. Thank <laughs> Motor- you. No, like the song. The song Motor Breath is actually is actually pretty good. But but that's the other ones are. It's it's fine. Wait, is Fight Fire with Fire on this album? Should be. According to Wiki, it's not. Oh um, wait a minute! Hit the lights. The four that's on Ride the Lightning, bro. Yeah. Motor Bet Unless you're thinking Seek and with. Destroy. Nope. You're a fibber. You're I'm not a fibber. A fibber. <laughs> Gurgle's a fibber. You know, you we'll give let, me a list of songs I gotta pick from, from we'll let you we'll let you keep we'll let one. you keep it because in twenty twenty one you can't figure out how to Google. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I wanna find I even double check the list. Look. That's what I've been doing on all my picks. Here's the list. Alright, in the year of the Lord, nineteen eighty three, you get one Marcus. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey. Coming with me is Metallica's Kill 'Em All. You got some fucking Motley Crue, Shout Out the Devil. You got some Ozzy Osbourne, Bark at the Moon. You got some Pantera Metal Magic. But the band I'm going to talk about is Suicidal Tendencies, self-titled Suicidal Tendencies. <sighs> now, the reason why I'm going to pick this song is because I actually feel like this is what literally started like a movement. Yeah, it was definitely... It's... The song is called Institutionalized. Yep. So what you have is you got a punk thrash style music with a guy talking over it saying all kinds of ridiculousness. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's enjoyable. And it makes you want a mosh pit. And it makes me happy. I think it was covered by uh, Ice-T's band there as well, which is interesting. It's probably right up Ice T's alley. He's like, this guy's like doing, fucking yelling doing some angry. spoken word. <laughs> yeah. 
So he does best. But like it's a it's a great tune and like you know, suicidal tendencies were like a thing of their own. Like they were They like, definitely had you know, a, a cult following. Yeah, they they like they were like a thing of their own, but also quick shout outs, we get some uh, Slayer. Slayer is in like the scene mm-hmm. at this point, got some EPs out there and along with their album show No Mercy, Six Feet Under, nineteen eighty three. I can't believe that. <laughs> Old fucking school death metal. And as far as formed in 1983, yeah, I'm going to probably say... Right who. on, Chili Peppers? See, that blows me away, too. Right. Yeah. I didn't realize how old they were. I've ne- that's one of the bands that I always reach out and look at. Didn't realize. But there is a cool one. It took them a long time to put out an album, but Morbid Angel was Morbid officially Angel was formed in 1983. Now, Morbid Angel, like I, that's another one. Like I can't believe how fucking old they are. Because the as far as like death metal with like a stage show... Like, Morbid Angel for me is, like, right up there. I love watching videos of their live shows. The year is going to be 1984. For the next part of this exercise, let me get caught up with my digital references here. Look at how many more this year. This is It's, like, literally doubled in size right? of all the releases. Okay, according to Loudwire, 1984, <laughs> off of the Ride the Lightning album. Creeping Death. Good choice. Not bad. It's a good one. Not bad. It's a good one. As far as like Metallica goes, like I'll I will accept I will accept that into my in my world. I didn't realize it. I didn't realize those were a year apart. Kill them all and ride the lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, right? This was like their thing like then. Like they just that pumped out albums. Like literally else. Iron Maiden literally had like an album every year for like right. for like six years in a row. And that's kind of what set the tone for the, the record industry. That's why the record labels were booming. Like the bo- I feel like so many record labels have the eighties to thank for why they're powerhouses now. I did notice <laughs> I did notice that the uh, the list of like what came out this year got like extensive yeah, like, doubled. Uh, like enormously bigger. Yeah. All right, I'm going to start this one because I don't want Anthony to steal mine That's okay. before me. I'm going to make okay. him think about it. Unless, it. unless you don't have a backup, then that's just like kind of a dick Go move for, for me. It. But I don't actually have a backup in this one. There's only one choice for me. This is 19, um, 1984. Iron Maiden, the song Aces High came out. That is the greatest song of all time. I know I keep saying that about songs, but you know what makes this the greatest song of all time? Like this band called Defiance mm-hmm. covered Dude, this song cover. and modernized, modernized it. And, and it made me love it, well. it even more. And it was like, everything mm. about this song is like just metal. This is so metal. Metal. Metal, 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 metal. <clears throat> Ace is high. Iron Maiden. You're welcome. Thank you. I actually went a little unmetal with this one. So, when I grew up, <laughs> my, my dad was big um, ACDC, Molly Crew, and Van Halen was a very big one. Yep. Um, the album that was released this year was 1984, the Van Halen album, um, which has a good chunk of their popular stuff, the Jump, Panama, um, but the one I went for is actually Hot for Teacher. One, because of the intro. That was like the coolest thing to me, was that drum intro. And, I mean, mm-hmm. the music video was pretty fucking hilarious. Pretty realistic. <laughs> and an epic cam- cameo in uh, Varsity Blues. Was it? While they watch their teacher strip for them. Perfect. Um, yeah, I, I mean, they're another <laughs> one of the big ones. And unfortunately, we lost um, Eddie a little while ago. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Hobbit Teacher. Van Halen. Proud of you. 1984. That's actually a pretty good song. 
That is an epic drummer. Mm-hmm. The, the, the drum in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's, that is pretty. Here. I went to. Uh... <clears throat> Let me guess. Europe. Wings of Tomorrow. No. Damn it. Close. I'll let you guys guess. Wings of Yesterday. There's so many to pick from. Yeah, pick one. Anthony. Was it Metallica? Nope. Uh, did you go back to Queen? Nope. Was it Great White? Rat. Nope. Ooh, round and round. That's the only one I know by them. <laughs> Haven't you seen the Geico commercial? <laughs> you got rat problems? Do we give up? Hang on. I haven't gone through all of them to figure out what I would like to guess. Is it... Is it... Well, let me say this. I, I was on the wrestling Stormwitch? team. Right? I was on the wrestling team in high school. Tokyo Blade. And I met a whole bunch of Tank. wrestlers that would listen to all kinds of classic rock all the time while working out constantly. <laughs> so this song, as soon as I saw it, I, I just it took me back and I just had to go for it. White Snake, slide it in. No. <laughs> but I'm glad that they finally got the opportunity. She's <laughs> been on his car for Why a while. would you think oh. of that? Because he was on the wrestling team. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. I need an adult. <laughs> All right, hit no. us with it, buddy. I went with Scorpions. Hey, Rock fine. you like a hurricane. Come on. That's fine. I like Scorpions. That's fine. That's a classic. I just remember hearing it all the time in the fucking locker room, you Anthony. Like hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Where nobody <laughs> used the phrase that you used. Yeah, it doesn't mean they didn't say I, Okay, it. all right. Anyway, moving on. 1985 was a great year. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I've... I always find it amazing that they speak absolutely no English, but can sing all these songs. Right. It's incredible. You can make money by doing your catalog in this language, or you can be poor. <laughs> Do it in your language. Pick one. Do you think they ever understood, like, when people, like, cheered, they're like, what are they? What? Hey, go join John Gunther's one, John Gunther. I don't know what they said. All right. It is the year of the Lord, 1985. I would like to go first before you 1,985. Would you like me to give you loud wires? I know yeah, for go a for fact that neither one of you picked mine, and no. you're probably not going to be able to come I back. bet you didn't pick this. The song is Exodus, Strike of the Beast. Definitely didn't pick that song. Okay, that's what Loudwire chose for us like when we first did this And topic. I do want to point out, um, I'll, I'll admit that I used a little bit of Wikipedia to help with the years and whatnot. Yes. Um, and they give you like a list of all the albums and EPs that were released that year. And it's kind of neat because if, as you go up in year, it just gets bigger and bigger and That's bigger. Huge. It's huge. funny because it starts Holy out. Fuck, look at yeah, that it's huge. That screen's like way cooler than mine. But like, <laughs> it's neat because it kind of shows how much of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you have like the the bands that start and then people kind of like follow because they're like, oh, they can do that. Like oh, see what that screen that. looks like in 2019. Yeah, you know how many? How oh, I wouldn't even want it. It's gonna be, be wrapping around the yeah, fucking room. Uh, so the one I actually went with was actually my favorite um, song, I guess, by them. And the band in uh, question here is Anthrax. And the song is Madhouse. Because, yeah, it's probably my top favorite uh, Anthrax song of all time. <clears throat> and I mean, they're Anthrax. So I mean. mm-hmm. Yep. I understand. I like how you tried to sneak that in before I, like, I got to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, see what, I see what you did there. Proud. Good, so Dave. Proud. Good, Dave. You can go. You, you, I don't know. You, you, can want... fo- you can follow Anthony, Are you Dave. sure? You can follow. You don't, you don't want to hurt my feelings? Okay. Well, you're still going to hurt Are my your feelings. Are your feelings really hurt? What's yes. That? Genuinely. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> feelings. Extremely. <laughs> well, gross, Zach. Feelings are dumb. <laughs> um, I went with the uh, the rock 
portion of our podcast for this particular year. And what's funny is that I went through this list and did not see the option that I actually picked. So, I went through this entire list and saw all kinds of options and selected one that wasn't on the list via Google. But it's one that I jam out to regularly, and I'm pretty proud of myself, to say this. The other day, weather went back to where it should be, right? Springtime weather, roll down the windows type weather, sunshine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was blasting down the highway, windows down, and I was cranking this song. And every time the weather changes, this is a song that I crank, so I had to do it. 1985, The Outfield, Your Love. Ah, uh, Josie. Gotta do it. Josie. Gotta do it. She went on a vacation far away and Love got that song, horribly man. raped by somebody oh. way older than her. Oh. <laughs> you gotta That's love it. You gotta love the music of uh, devil worshippers and pedophiles. Oh, come on! <laughs> you just ruined that song for me now. No, I don't ever want to listen to it again. Fuck. Uh, it's funny because it's true though. That's so fucked up. That's not funny. <laughs> Well, it's awful. I don't mean funny by funny, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Awkward. Uncomfortable funny. (laughs) Like Joe. All right, so the band that I'm going to add to this. So, equally offensive. Just kidding. Not nearly as offensive as your pedophile band. Oh, come on. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, everybody calls us on Josie, too. Do they? Well, it's like it's not your love in like New England because like especially like in this region because like Zolak made it like a big thing at the Patriot games. Mm. So like they play on the radio and like all like the first line is like iconic. Josie's on a vacation far away. Yeah. And uh, so it's like it's like the Josie song. Well, it's not Josie. It's your love. It's a great song. I actually know how to play it acoustic. It's fun. Oh. It's a good. Song. It's a good song to play. I'm not a pedophile like that. Oh but... God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Moving on. It was a different time then. Have, have, have you ever seen the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High? No. I saw a snippet of it, and it was the snippet where he comes into the classroom eating a donut and laughing and mocking the teacher. That's the only part of that movie I've seen. I actually watched it like start to finish. Like, it's a powdered donut, A couple, right? of week, a couple weeks back. Uh, comes in the classroom eating a powdered donut. Uh, Spicoli? I don't recall. I don't know. I don't recall. But... If you actually watch that movie, like, start to finish, like, there's some disturbing shit in it. I believe it. Like, the 16-year-old waitress that hooks up, like, the 29-year-old, and, like, there's this weird shit. It's uh, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's such a different time back then. It's like... Strange. How was I born here? But... <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so... The song that I chose... And I hate to admit this, but I actually completely forgot... Okay, that is what it's called. Okay, I just wanted to confirm. S-O-D. Stormtroopers of Death. Stormtroopers? Stormtroopers of Death. They had a song called Speak English or Die. Cool enough. It was a good song. So the reason why I picked it, it was like, I think this is like actually like the, the like kind of like the formation of like modern punk music. Or like punk, like what modern punk music was going to be back in 1985, right. and it's just fun. Plus, they're called Stormtroopers of Death. Like, how can you not like that? And as far as <clears throat> honorable mentions, bands that are actually formed in 1985. If you want to go in your 80s route, let's go extreme. 
was around. Guns N' Roses was formed in 1985. Extreme. Man. Um, there was one that I actually just looked at, and I couldn't believe that they were formed in 1985. But now I'm... Hanson? Death Metal Band Carcass was formed in 1985. That's pretty fun. Where was the one that just like kind of blew me away? That's where Hanson's career ended up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Pretty much. Uh, food man shoes, cool. but uh, Jane's Addiction, White, wow. oh, White Zombie, White Zombie, White Zombie, 1985. Oh, <laughs> you know, fun fact about Rob Zombie in general. So, uh, a friend of mine, her stepfather, was big in the music, and he ended up going to a show in Boston just with a random band, random live band that was there. Never heard of him before, and ended up closing at the bar with the lead singer. They just having drinks, just talking, you know, shooting the shit. Fucking Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. But back then, he was just a random person. Right. So That's why I talk to well, all of our artists that we see live. You never know. And it's like... You never know. And every time I buy anything from him, I always make him sign it. Right. But just in case you make it. I know you won't. <laughs> but just in case you make it. Oh, and for our buddy, old buddy Jay, Mr. Bungle was actually formed in 1985. <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> Mr. Bungle. All right. That is the first five years of our list. We're going to take a small break from this. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a pause, and then we're going to drink more alcoholic beverages and tell you how much we hate them. Yeah, we are. After these messages, we will be right back. Yeah, man. Let's drink more beer. Sounds good to me. Which one do we want to do first? The, yeah, which one did we uh, want to I do first? The, I believe it's this one, right? Is it, it is the kilt like, or the guilt? No, the kilt, because the kilt is heavier. Guilt is like the lighter version, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's got 3.4% alcohol. Wait, so we're doing the heavy version yeah. first? Oh, my it's lord. It's like the Keystone Light of fucking Atlanta. All right. <laughs> yeah, but, but we're doing the heavy version first or the light version? The heavy version. Yeah, so okay. the, the kilt. To see what the diet version tastes like, right? You got whenever, go... whenever something right. has the Arizona 99 on it and it's for the calories, it's definitely diet. <laughs> yeah, right. Kilt Lifter, Scottish Style, Amber Ale. Multi, multi toasted, toasted, love. <laughs> oh, someone's someone came in this. You got something weird going on by Four Peaks Brewing Company. All right, listen here, Four Peaks. I'm going to open this, but if you are anything like the brewers in New Mexico, if you suck. We're coming and burning your state down. Believe fuckers. me, I think they do that on their own. <laughs> Gentlemen, this be realistic. Remember the Falcons? You're going to burn in July. <laughs> hey, the smell, the smell is promising. Okay. I feel like this is just going to taste like beer. I'm worried about the Scottish thing. Yeah, right? It's it's sticking in the back of your mind. Don't overthink it. Because I, I don't like the Scottish barrel-aged... Let's like, close our eyes and go in blind, huh? <laughs> sunshine, <laughs> lollipops, Cheers. and rainbows. That's like my love life. <sighs> oh, I get the Scottish. No matter. Hold on. My, brain, my brain's fighting it. I don't get it. I think it's fine. I got the Scottish barrel age thing, and like, I, like really? I feel like there's like a little, there's a little, there's a little, 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 little something. It's not terrible. I'm having a hard time. Okay, Dave, don't look at me like that. God damn it. <laughs> Much better. You're Please. an asshole. You can't see my looks on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone ever tell you have the perfect face for radio? <laughs> That's true. What do you think? First That's impression. like when somebody tells you you look like shit. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go for sip number two here. Or you look tired. That's always great. You look tired. Why don't you just tell me I look like shit, <laughs> asshole? I like it. It's not bad. It's got a funny. It's got a funny taste. It's a little weird. 
Yeah, there's something. There's something. I, I think the finish just kind of drops off. It's, it doesn't smooth yeah. out. It's like you're going smooth for a while with the amber flavor, and then it's just like boop. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, it doesn't I, finish. I could I could at least drink this one, but right. I, was I would nice. give I would give it a three. I was gonna say three five. I think right in the middle, I'm I'm okay with a three. I'm yeah. comfortable. I'm comfortable with three. four peaks. Four peaks. Your kilt lifter Scottish style amber ale is. Okay. Well, if it definitely, I mean, it it didn't lift my kilt. If that's what you're trying to get at, <laughs> I may have hiked it out a little more. Kilt, but I don't know anything about the Scottish flavor you speak of, though. So I don't. Maybe that's what I'm tasting. Yeah, I, I don't it's know. It's not something I've ever it's picked a, up it's before. It's a weird bar- barrel age thing. I oh god, I hate barrel age. I hate barrel age as well. And like you get like the Scottish like Scotch barrel day. It's mm-hmm. oh god. Hargus! <laughs> uh, it's just Pretty fucking much. wretched. It's like why anybody would drink this. It tastes like, like freedom, <laughs> or tastes like, like thereof. You know, <laughs> tastes like suicidal tendencies. Uh, tastes a, like a drafty day a, up your kilt, if you know what I mean. Yeah, more or less. I don't remember getting these at the twisted kilt. Well, maybe you should tilted uh, kilt, tilted kilt, tilted kilt, mm, twisted, twisted, twisted kilt. Yeah, right. I'm fucking fu- <laughs> drunk. Leave me alone. I'm drunk off of two beers. I'm. I'm those double whites yeah. got me double wasted, okay? <laughs> Only went to the one in Chicago, though. Never made it to the one in Nashua. Mm. Which is unfortunate. I'm sure there's beautiful women in Nashua. Never been to Chicago. I love Chicago. Chicago. Great town. Town. <laughs> Great metropolis. Metropolis. First goal, don't get stabbed. Second goal, enjoy yourself. Don't get shot. <laughs> hey, Third you su- goal. You survived. Good for you. Let's get you a brew. Enjoy Ready. a hot dog. <laughs> For Boston. Okay. That's a great hot did dog. You, not for nothing. That's a great hot dog. Yeah, it is pretty good. The Chicago dog, that's yeah. a good dog. Yeah. Dog very, it's very fresh. Very fresh. I, oh, man. I, I also like. I also like the the look of horror if you actually ask for ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> and the pizza. I actually dig the pizza. Deep dish. Just that deep dish. Right, with the, like the tomato sauce actually on the t- like the top and yep. the cheese on the bottom, mm-hmm. like it's it's, like it's the inverted thing. You got to go to the right place though. You got you got to go somewhere authentic. If There's you got, a name yeah, for it. Been... I can't remember the name of it. If you, it, if you get um, if you get a knockoff like Chicago, like you're probably gonna be disappointed. But if you go to like authentic, like, and you're gonna get a pie, right? And like you're gonna eat like one like a slice or a quarter of it, like kind of a thing. You're gonna be full because like it just go. It just it's. it's I a doubt meal. that very much. Have you ever seen me eat? <laughs> We're not talking about you. I don't typically get full quickly. <laughs> not talking about you. Not even a little. I just unhinge my jaw <laughs> and just <clears throat> down the hatch. Your bur- your burger consumption was like frightening. Like I I, I still <laughs> I, I will never forget that ever. I I still in like, my entire life. I I still like curl up in the corner in like the fetal position like when I think about like watching Dave eat a burger. <laughs> it's like a duck. <laughs> to be fair, I think it was. To be fair. To be, be fair. fair. I think it was like six bites. That I think it was six bites. I didn't see you take Not one. Not a fucking chance. I didn't see you take one. <laughs> you guys just looked down and I was I was like, like setting my shit up. I cut my burger in half. I looked at Marcus and looked back and Dave just made the joke. Wait, I didn't get my burger yet. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Where is it? And then like I just realized that it's already gone. You yeah. ate the burger before they put it down on the table. <laughs> Pretty much. That was a good burger. It was a good burger. Are you sure? Are you sure? How how would you? Did you taste it? How would you know? It had brown mustard. It had, uh, what was it? It was like prosciutto or something. How can somebody who's late for everything eat so fast? Uh, See why I eat so fast? (laughs) Make up for lost time. Uh, I am I I have to eat. It's like, I have to eat this fast. Otherwise, I'll be super late for everything. Well, no. I mean, growing up, it was like, if I didn't eat my food fast, somebody else is going to eat it. So (laughs) I just fucking inhale. Well, for the record, we weren't going to touch your burger. (laughs) 
Um, well, I, I know that now. <laughs> Probably would have lost a finger, my God. <laughs> yeah, too close. I, got, uh, that's a little don't less. Put your I, fingers in the, the elbow. Don't put your fingers <laughs> in the bail. <bayonet. laughs> All right, we digress. Heavy Metal Over 6 Back presents the greatest song every year since 1980. Yeah, I might have to make like a burger now. Ooh. Well, I'm doing something quick for fucking dinner. What, what the hell does she expect me to cook now? Uh, beer? All right, it is the year of our Lord, one thousand nine hundred and eighty-six. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of choices in this one. Yeah, there was a good amount. Was there? I think so. Was there? Eighty-six. Mm-hmm. All right, per. Oh, these motherfuckers. Per Loudwire, "Angel of Death" is the album by Slayer. Mm-hmm. Rain and Blood. That's weird how they didn't actually give Slayer credit. Like they said it was "Angel of Death." That's like um. Of the album, but the runner-up. That's a big one. Big runner-up in this one. What is the runner-up? I don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Because I have to uh, do some. Do I some... don't know if I'm gonna take this one from you. You know, you do you, Anthony. I'm not even mad, bro. But you do you. This was you do you. one of the first technically Iron Maiden albums that I've owned. Somewhere okay. in time. You're safe. And it actually has my favorite song, Wasted Years. Okay. That's fair. On it. So That's fair. that was that is my go to. Wasted Years. One of the better ones in my mind. It was hard because there's a lot that came out this year. That's fair. And you're you're completely fine. I feel like <laughs> I feel it, it's kind of sucks. I feel almost opinionless about certain '80s music because it just never was my thing. Like, there's songs that I know, like at a, like, there's songs that I'm familiar with from the '80s because, you know, other people listen to them around me. But for me to go out of my way to listen to '80s music <clears> is something like very, very specific. Like, oh, like I must be listening to like the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> playlist or something. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the pretty, only time I'm gonna go back to much, these classic uh, jams, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, man, I went with the Metal Liquors again. Yep. Master Pulpits. Yeah. Yep. Damage Incorporated. Damage Incorporated? <laughs> Damage Inc. That's a great song. That's a song. Yeah. That's a great song. Damage From the Metal Liquors. Okay. <laughs> so, on this particular program, unless we're uh, making fun of lives, we don't actually talk about Metallica, like, very often. Uh, okay, but, that's true. Quick side note. As I was re-listening to this song, yep. I thought of how hard it must be for Lars to keep time during thing. this song. Well, the hardest part is that every song starts in an upbeat, and it, it confuses everyone. <coughs> Go on. Um, Master of Puppets is by far, and if you want to argue this, you can fight me. Master of Puppets is by far the best Metallica album in the history of Metallica. Okay. So if anybody wants to fight that, that's fine. We can argue all day long. I will start with Dave's choice of Damage Inc. I will continue with Orion. I will go Disposable Heroes is decent. Welcome Home is probably one of the better, slower type tunes. Master of Puppets. And the song that I'm ultimately going to pick because I didn't realize that Loudwire actually picked Raining Blood by Slayer. But I will give honorable mention also to Angel of Death as far as like the Slayer fans go. But the song Battery. Battery. 
is fancy is the one. Master of Puppets is like a. Close is that second. the same album as Trapped in the Race? No, no, no. Is that Red? Right. The... <laughs> I don't remember what that. <laughs> Master Master of Puppets was actually like a re- like a really close second on this one, and <clears throat> probably deserve deserve it of the prize. But for the sake of argument, I'm going to say Battery because Battery is amazing. Definitely one of the better ones. And it's <clears throat> five minutes like... and 12 seconds of pure bliss. I didn't realize Master of Puppets was eight minutes and 35 yeah, seconds. Oh, it's fucking long. They just keep on fucking going. Uh, like I was going to say, there's only... We're like, on to something, boys. Let's keep mm-hmm. it going. Really, <laughs> there's only like two songs off of that album that you could have said to me that I would have been like, eh, that's questionable. And we're not going to talk about those. We're going to talk about the high notes. <laughs> well, I just named like six of the eight songs that are actually on the album. That you did. What a what a great thing to point out. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Why do you prefer Leopard Messiah? Nope. Ooh. <clears throat> I must say I've never heard of the one of the bands that, that released an album this year, but the name Gestures of Destiny <laughs> is pretty sick. You gotta admit. That's a pretty cool name for a band. Uh, let's see. Honorable mentions. Let's go through this really quick. There's something called Mucky Pup. Mucky Pup. Became a thing. I wish I knew your catalog because that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, Bolt Thrower's on here for any of the kind of Celtic-y. Fucking sweet. Dark Throne. Dark Throne became a thing. The spear's not open, but it's the same thing, and I thought it was. The <laughs> <laughs> they look. They have the same label. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, why does this taste weird? All right, I guess we'll just move right along, right? Anybody have anything else to? No, to add? nothing to add. So here. I'm sorry, Slayer fans, that I didn't actually go with Slayer because you know I could have gotten Angel of Death because Angel of Death is actually a pretty epic song, but like, I'm sorry, Battery, Battery. All right, it is the year of the Lord, one thousand nine hundred eighty-seven, AD. <laughs> do you want me to roll first again? Yes, we do. Well, <clears throat> let me go ahead and give you the uh, the Loudwire choice. Yes. Uh, so this band is called Not Life But Death. <laughs> Touche. Zombie Ritual. Touché. Okay. Off of the album Scream Bloody Gore. Fancy. With your runner-up being King Diamond Abigail. <laughs> Sorry, that was your choice. Good Mine thing. is actually what I think is their best album of all time, Guns N' Roses, Appetite wow. for Destruction. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of songs Song. on here that are all very good. Song. But I picked actually one of my favorite ones, which is Rocket Queen. Uh, yeah, okay. That was an honorable mention for me. I mean, Welcome to the Jungle. I mean, all the, yeah, all, all the big easy. ones. Exactly. Paradise think, City, yes, exactly. Sweet Child of Mine, they're yeah. all on here. Yes. Sweet and the shot. fact that this is... Their debut studio album, and right. that have all those hits on it, exactly. is pretty impressive. You, gotta, you got to admit. Now you understand why GNR came about. <laughs> because Literally, of because album. of this album. Literally, this is the album like, that made them who they are. Like the, you see that with certain bands, you know, like I call it their flow, like where their flow of hits come from. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see some bands, like oh, the first two albums, you know, and then like there's like one every like, like, maybe third like, album. Lincoln Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. their first album pretty much was right. just like here you go. That's right, you, no, but some can... people knock it out of the park their first time, and then it's like, okay, and now you can works. do the residual hits. But let's like, sure. but GNR is one of those bands that was like right up front, in right your up. face, mm-hmm. everything that we are yep, on 100%. display. That's what blew them up. Yep. Good stuff. Did they steal from me, Marcus? So, I'm going to go with mm. another Thrash legend. Okay. Maybe should be one of the big four. Big four. <clears throat> Maybe they are the big four. I don't know. What are your big four? Everybody's big four is different. 
I'm going to give you some Anthrax. I'm going to give you a song that I've always loved from Anthrax. I'm going with off of Among the Living, Indians. Okay. Cry for the Indians, man. Okay. Cry for Indians. Cool. But uh, yeah, this song is just awesome. I'm sorry. No, it is. It's a good one. <clears throat> well, this that's the beautiful thing about music is that there's no wrong answer. Oh, there's a wrong answer. <laughs> yeah, so I picked White Snake. Uh, no. <laughs> so pretty much anything Dave's about to tell you is probably wrong. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay, Dave. I'd like to play Dave. a little mini okay. game. Okay, Dave. Dave. Okay. Okay. Okay, Dave. Well, how about you take your music down there? You take your headphones, you put them on, you go down there, you listen to that song again, you tell me if you really feel that way about it, Dave, huh? Huh? Come on, Dave. Huh? <laughs> oh, God, I love Let It I'm still not caught all the way up. I need to catch up on the last couple episodes. I have, one, I have one episode left. I, I have yet to watch it because I know I'm going to be bummed because I have no more Letter Kenny. I'm going to take you people back to the year 1987. And I'm going to go with a legendary rock band. Billy Idol. Nope. Fuck. <clears throat> who in past years, recently, right, has been in hot water amongst themselves, okay? Definitely. Some dissension. Uh, the outfield. I would also like to mention that if this song were to come out today, it would it would go over like a fart in church. And Depends furthermore, church. I would Depends like to say are. that this song reminds me of an icon from American comedy... That cannot be replaced. Because this song was featured on the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. We are going with Aerosmith's Dude Looks Like a Lady. Let's go. Permanent vacation. (laughs) You don't feel like that song could be played today? I feel like that would be like today's anthem. Uh, Moving on. (laughs) No comment on that one. Did I go too far? But I did want to point out that album Ragdoll is also very good as well. Yes. That's a good one. Local I mean, guys. That's, that's a good song. I mean, Aerosmith isn't my favorite band of all time, but I've grown up with them, so they got some decent tunes. I didn't 1987 know. honorable mentions. Ugly Kid Joe becomes a thing. Yep. Root. Sweaty Nipples becomes a thing. Pink Cream, 69. <laughs> Perfect. So I'm going to go. Uh, 87 was a really weird year. Nirvana. Dudes were looking like ladies. There was lots of sweaty nipples and pink creams. And we're just going to... There's actually a bunch that... We're just going to move on. There's actually a bunch that came out this year. You got uh, Meshuggah came out this year. Right. You have Nirvana that came out this Nirvana year. Nirvana was the big one. Which, it's funny them. to put actually put Meshuggah and Nirvana together in the same year. Right. Think about that. Right, you, want, you want your mind blown? Alice in Chains was formed in 1987. Yep. They were. Yep. That was also... Uh, Camelot? (laughs) Figure that shit out. (laughs) It's crazy. Death Metal Icons, Deicide. Lawnmower Death. Entombed. Little Caesar, that's a pizza place. Nice try. (laughs) Alrighty. Cool. And Danzig. The year of our Lord. 1,988. Anthony? I, you know, there's... A lot of them, and I'm oh, sure we Marcus... Don't want, we don't want to just do... I'm sure Marcus would we don't want to, We don't want to do the Loudwire. I mean, no, because we don't want to do the Loudwire no. selection. No. 1988 Metallica's one off of Injustice for All, no. just the in case whole, anybody was wondering. Well, the whole the, premise of this episode is that the Loudwire list sucks, so no, <laughs> well, we I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to remind you what the Loudwire list this was. This is how you remind... <laughs> Wait, how does that make any sense? I don't know. Um, No, technically... 
I had to pick it because it is a Metallica song. <laughs> or, Metallica. But Injustice for All is my favorite Metallica album of all time. Okay. No offense to Marcus and his Master Puppets. <clears throat> but no I picked... That's fine. I'm a drummer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I picked the title track, Injustice for All. That's a good song. Because that's probably my favorite of the album. I mean, they're all good, to be honest with you. They're all pretty decent. Dyer's Eve. And Justice for All is a very close second for me. So, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like Black I said, End we, is also. We can, Eye of the Beholder, Shortest Straw. They're all good. And I see why they picked one, because that was the big hit right. off of it. Right. Well, <clears throat> you know why they picked Because one, I mean, it really should be honored, because, like, one actually had, like, it had like that that initial like that, that, that tapping style right. yeah. solo. They had like that cool epic like, in, and I'm sorry, <clears throat> the breakdown in one. It's very good. It's no awesome. matter who does it, like that's what that's what a breakdown is supposed to be. People, Corn does a really like, good cover. By the way, like your breakdown is supposed to stop everything for a second, and you're just gonna go. <clears throat> buck wild for right. like a buck few minutes. Wild. Plus, I mean, one is one of Scott Stapp's greatest performances. One. Um, <laughs> one. Now you're just being a dick. Just so you know. But now Anthony Anthony actually mentioned Blackened, which was uh, when I when I actually first bought this album. Like Blackened, like like I was very fond of. But my second favorite Metallica song of all time is actually Dyer's Eve. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go talk about like underrated. Like, I feel like that's, like, underrated as far as, like, Metallica songs go. But I actually gave my crown to um, to another band for this particular year. <clears throat> I'd like to shout out the Guar. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a song on here. So I mentioned Suicidal Tendencies earlier, the uh, Institutionalized. There's a uh, there's a Guar song that's kind of, like, of the same style, but, like, a little bit more <laughs> modern on the punk side. Perfect. And it's called Techno Song. That makes sense. Techno song is like great because like the guy's like literally telling you it's like I could like run circles around you, I could fuck better than you, I can play better music than you, and like I live a better life than you, and this is why. And like that's what the whole song is pretty much. Good. Like it's actually it's actually pretty great. Proud of you. But the song that I'm gonna actually give you for my nineteen eighty eight winner is gonna actually come from Suicidal Tendencies and it's How Will I Ever Laugh Tomorrow? Couple of reasons. It's a little softer, a little lighter. It's got a uh, it's got a sweet ass little fucking catchy guitar rift, and it's definitely like a little suicidal tendency uh, sing along. It's a great tune. It's beautiful. Um, I'm gonna let it beat Dyer's Eve because I don't want to just keep picking Metallica <laughs> or Iron Maiden. I was trying not to do that too because yeah. you know Iron Maiden had like three albums every single one of these years. Yeah. No, I went out of my way to be different here in the in the. But there was the some good stuff. Nine. Good stuff in '87. Mm-hmm. Good, bud. Good, good, Dave. Dave, good. Dave. <laughs> okay, Dave. Yeah, okay, Dave. <laughs> so, uh, you have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Slender roll. Some baby. of these listeners Slender might. Roll. I um. <clears throat> so I like to. So what I did with every single one of these song lists from each year is I went through and like, hey, do I even know this song? <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of them, right? Wait a minute. And I was like, okay, of the ones that I know, which ones do I think are the most like impressionable upon me, right? I had to go with a throwback for me because this song would constantly come on inadvertently 
because I had a favorite radio station, just like everybody else did, anytime they were stealing cars in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Is it Danzig? It absolutely is Danzig's mother. mother. Because Dude. that song would play every yes. fucking time you right? do that radio station. Every time it's always you steal the first one. Car. Mother. It's always the first <laughs> song to come on. Mother, really? I have to. I have to give this that to the uh, Plastic out. Jesus song. Yes. <laughs> Personal. And then the chick, Jesus. the radio chick, talking about how she got her armpits tattooed will forever echo in my ears. I like ears. the one that says she got, like, her, looks like she blew up a homeless guy and then just goes back together. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Great video game. <clears throat> Okay song, just because it's catchy, that's a part of my history. Oh, the, yeah. the train part. Danzig's mother. Had to do it. Alright, we're getting down to the we're getting down to the the rappers here, guys. In the year of our Lord, one thousand nine hundred and eighty nine. Per Loudwire. Off of the album Chapel of Ghouls. By one Morbid Angel. I'm sorry. I messed up completely. Off the album Altars of Madness, the song Chapels of Ghouls, the uh, band is Morbid Angel. I'm just going to leave it at that. Perfect. That was Loudwire's choice. If you don't mind, I will actually just go ahead and uh, doppelgang this. So, <laughs> Doppelgang? Is that a thing? I don't even think that's actually like the right word Probably The not. right word for that. Like actual, But you know what? Just go with it because it fit. It came out, of my, it came out clean. And I'm just gonna go ahead and use it. Just the reason why it. I like Morbid Angel is because like they were like an old school death death metal act that actually incorporated a whole lot of visual aspect in like their shows, their performances. They were very consistent throughout their like existence and whatnot. And I actually present to you to this day their most downloaded song off of Altars of Madness, mm. which was actually Immortal Rights. Okay. So, Mortal Rights by Morbid Angel, because Morbid Angel was fucking cool. Fair. Paper drop. Paper drop. It was very <laughs> soft. Highlighter drop. Highlighter. Proud of you. That's all it sounds like, guys. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, all pretty, pretty much. <clears throat> um, for me, again, growing up with a lot of the, the 80s kind of hair metal nonsense, um... The song, I, I believe my, my dad had the album and played it quite a lot. So the album and song, Skid Row, is my go-to. And the song, 18 in Life, mm. was yeah, the yeah, song yeah. I would yeah. pick. Yeah. Um, it was I think this is their debut album Yep. from them. And, I mean, <clears throat> we know how, uh, what's his name there? Has been kind of beef tweeting people. Sebastian Bach. Beef but, tweeting? Oh, yeah. only slightly. Sebastian Bach only slightly beef tweets. But you people. know what though? Definitely th- not this, Chris this album. This album, yeah. he can fucking sing. Yeah. Like he's got fucking pipes. Yeah. And I mean, the guitar work's fucking awesome. I mean, it's all phenomenal. You know what I mean? And this is the album that got me into the squealy stuff too. This is like the old school. But yeah. I mean, 18 and I mean, all the good songs on Youth Gone Wild, I Remember You. I mean, this is kind of their album that kind of got them to where they are. But yeah, that's my. When you look through these lists, it's like so amazing <coughs> how many like old school death metal bands right. were like from yeah. the freaking 80s. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, with the hair. Like, because like everybody's like, you, you think 80s, you think like hair metal. Yep. No. But right, no, right. that's not no. what was out there, man. Like, if you actually like look into it, it's like, no, it. like you had like, like Thrash was like doing his thing, but like death, 
death and <clears throat> punk. There was death and punk everywhere. Like, it's true. Yep. I was born in the greatest generation, boys. <sighs> boys? Sure, Give it a few years. We'll catch up. All right. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. <clears throat> yeah, I'll just keep going, too. So thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I just turned 40. That's cool. I just turned 50. Oh. Fuckers. Oh. Every time. Hey, if I'm still doing a podcast when I'm 50, mucho gracias Good for listening. For you, right? We gotta start making some money by then, boys. Oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice. We shall. Diff. 1989. Yeah, did you pick. You didn't say it already, right? I did not. Sweet. Not for 1989. He didn't. I'm going full circle from my 1981 choice. I'm coming back to 1989 with the same band. And this, I want to say this. I want to state this. That this song should only live in infamy for this year. <clears throat> and only this year's live performances should ever be references in ever be referenced in the future. Uh-huh. Motley Crue's Kickstart My Heart. It's a good song. It's a great song for Motley Crue <laughs> to kind of culminate their, their eight years of solidarity in the 80s where things were pumping hard for them between 81 and 89. Kickstart My Heart. Definitely their map song, I'd say. That's like they're like, <clears throat> if you're looking at the Motley Crue map, which region would be the biggest? I'd say Kickstart My Heart because of everything that went down with Nikki Six and the history there and obviously the, the dirt <laughs> making it more infamous. Sure. <clears throat> but please stop playing this song. <laughs> Guys, I'm all for respect to musicians. I am all for musicians doing their thing and having tours later on. However, if there's a song outside your range, <laughs> please stop singing it. <laughs> well, for, stop. Them that, for them, that would be their whole catalog at this point. Well, all I'd like to say is yeah. that hashtag footy car should not be something I hear in my headphones while listening <laughs> to a Motley Crue song, because good Lord, Neil, I don't think you know your own words or you can't pronounce them the right way. Look, no, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean or offensive. I'm not going to go down that road with you. What's hilarious about that one is, like, he wasn't even anywhere near close. But he wasn't just making noises either. He was actually saying words. Right. Like, yeah. Yes. Hashtag footy car. Hashtag footy car. Yeah. I'm all done with the hashtag footy car song, man. But 1989, uh, when this song came out, it ripped. Let's give it credit where it's due. It was a big deal because, the, uh, and, and I look at this as a great thing for Molly Crew because they took headlines. They took news headlines about their, their person, Mr. Six, right? And they took it and turned it into a fucking platinum song. That's great. Yep. That is wonderful. I got all the respect in the world for you there. However, I want you to leave it there in 1989. <laughs> I don't want you to keep keep performing it. Let's see. Honorable <laughs> mentions from ni- honorable mentions from 1989. Bands that form: Opeth, mm-hmm. uh, Monster Magnet, whatever. Uh, uh, Marilyn Manson. Yep. There's Life, a lot of them. Yeah. Life of Agony was formed yeah, in 1989. Uh, now. I'm confused, Anthony. It says Helmet on this list, but I feel like we had a Helmet album prior to this. 1989 Fear Factory was formed. Holy shit. Uh Now, this is is actually a a big one from my childhood. Uh, This band called uh, Earth Crisis. Earth Crisis. Yep. Used to listen to whole kinds of Earth Crisis. Uh, Dark Tranquility was formed, but at the time they were Septic Boiler. Septic Boiler. 
Bruce Dickinson's solo like career it. started, and Brugeria. That's enough. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> That's enough for me, as far as honorable mentions. So, I think we're going to do one more year. We're going to do 90? One more year. Yeah, I, f- I, f- I feel like we can do one more year. The year, the year that your, I came about. The year of our Lord. 1,990. Bring my birth year. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, my God. Since it's my birth year, I'm going to go first. <laughs> what was the Loudwire one? Oh, my God. Honorable mention already. In Flames was formed this year. Ah. Crazy, right? Yep. Only good things are born in 90. Okay, year 1990. Loudwire says Megadeth. Off of uh, Rust in Peace, Holy Wars, dot, 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 The Punishment Due. Yeah, I totally disagree with this pick. Yeah, fuck that pick. Uh, For the sole reasoning that at the same time that song was released, uh, so was this other band song. Was there a box with a man in it? There absolutely was a man with a box. There absolutely was. And there was an Alice who was in chains. And Elaine, who still had teeth. Yes, I said it. Let's, listen, legends are legends. I'm not saying they're not. But let's be serious. Lane lost a lot of teeth because his friends didn't tell him when to stop. True. It's what I gathered from that. He lost a lot more than that. I fucking love Lane. Like, I feel for that dude. I feel like... Voice too. I feel yeah. like, at the time, given the circumstances in his own lifetime, you know... That, that he had upon his shoulders when he ventured into the music world. I feel like he was kind of set up for failure from day one. I've always loved and respected Lane, but at the same time, let's be serious. There was nobody that was telling him to stop or slow down <laughs> at all, and ultimately it became his demise. <clears throat> I love Alice in Chains. I love Man in the Box because it was that time in music where, where grunge was kind of, I don't want to say born, right? Grunge was kind of born, I want to say like 88 but between 88 and 94, <clears throat> we got some of the best grunge music that we will ever hear in our lifetimes. Say Nirvana Bleach, I think, was 89. Right. No, Bleach was before. Was it? It was 88, 89. It was 88, yeah. Much yeah. And, but, but Alice in Chains, this, this transition between rock metal, this... This era of time in music where there's... This, this is only one specific time of music, Right. Like, these seasons of music pass us by. Like, they're never going to come back. There's never going to be a new cool grunge band because grunge was hot at this point in time. And at this point in time... Yeah, now it's post-grunge. Man in the Box, you just... You can't you can't argue it, man. Like, what it did, what this song specifically did for grunge, just for grunge, to get on them to make everything else kind of flow the way it did, I just hands down love this song. That's, that's my final pick from 80 to 90. Alice in the Chains. Oh, that's a good one. You're not going to steal mine on this one, Anthony, so go right ahead, bud. Okay. I'm going with their fifth album, Pantera. Yep. Um, Honorable mention. I would one. have to go with the title track, Cowboys from Hell. Good. Because, I mean... Rightfully so. That's just... It's one of the tops. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The album itself is great. Cemetery Gates. Yeah, that was my honorable Primal mention. Concrete Sledge. Domination. <clears throat> Medicine Man. Message of Blood. I mean... Most Pantera albums be realistic, but Cowboys from Hell, I feel, is is uh, the the winner in my mind. Yeah. Yep. I'd be right there with you. Corn drop. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
listen, the nineties <clears throat> we knew how to party. We sure did. You can't you can't deny that. I've actually said that like the best decade mm-hmm. of music was like probably ninety four, ninety five. Like I'll say ninety four. Ninety four to oh four. Ninety four to oh four mm-hmm. music knew how to party. So like mm-hmm. the the next episode that we have is gonna start getting like real fun and be gonna, more in our wheelhouse and I, and, <laughs> if anything and, and, I'm, yes. and I'm gonna have I'm gonna have like some like some serious conundrum. That's gonna suck. It's gonna be horrible. It's gonna be rough. Um, We're gonna have so many honorable mentions. Uh-huh. It's gonna be like a three hour long. But this one, yes, but you know what was great about 1990? I can actually tell you like where my like where like my childhood and like my existence actually existed in the 90s. So like I was a skater growing up. I listened to punk music. I listened to metal music. Like I was a mosher. Like I was a like, I, like I like to party. Like uh, so, yeah. Guar. There was a Guar album Guar. that came out. That was called. I didn't. Scum Dogs of the Universe. Thank you, Scum Dogs of the Universe. Now there are two songs that came off of this. One is actually very popular. Sick of You. Sick of You is very popular off of this. There's another song on here that is actually very underplayed. And very undersold, as far as I'm concerned. And it's a song that I'm going to tell you. Um, I'm going to pick, and I'm going to tell you. If you listen to old school punk music, if you still own a skateboard, if you still play skateboarding <clears throat> games, if you just like the party, I actually demand that you go actually listen to the song. It's Guar. The song is Maggots. I think I played that one. Maggots might be one of my favorite all-time punk songs ever. Well, I don't do any of those things, but I'm willing to listen to it. <laughs> I on don't my way do home. any of those things. <laughs> I don't play skater no. games. Well, I don't own a skateboard. <clears throat> I'm I do I'm one a, of those. I'm a huge old school punk guy, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like one of those genres that like just disappeared. It just went poof. like it doesn't exist anymore, which like blows my mind <clears throat> because like you know what bands like No Effects because like No Effects is probably like my like next in my punk world. Like No yeah. Effects like means like a lot to me. Like I love No Effects. Like, no effects is, like, old-school punk as far as I'm concerned. Punk mm-hmm. and like, if you want to go, like, way back, like, that's, like, Bouncing Souls. That's, like, Less Than Jake. That's, like, like the cool shit, man. Like, kind of like, like that, that weird thing where, like, hardcore and punk were, like, kind of battling each other. Like, divided into, like, something different, like, with each of them themselves. And, mm-hmm. um, like, you go back to, like, Strife in the 90s and... <clears throat> And whatnot, but Maggots from Guar is literally probably like my favorite all time punk song. Okay. So, like, when I saw that this came out in 1990, I was like, yeah. So, I have to pick that because, like, that's like Marcus in like a nutshell. And then, like, the rest of it, you're going to see my intertwining, like, chain of like metal and uh, death metal <laughs> and metalcore mm-hmm. and like. Some black eyed peas thrown in there for like some <laughs> random reason, you know, like just happened Anxiety. to be the, it just happened to be the girl that was screwing at the time, you know, like whatever. Yeah, that's like, right. <laughs> What's wrong with your mouth, bro? <laughs> that was that was a joke, Dave. <laughs> you took a sip of a different beer, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. I literally, this is the first time this has ever happened to you me. You just in my throw life. up in that bottle? No, worse. That was amazing. I just burped up beer foam. Mm. Ooh. You're like a I distillery had a in your own bottle. of burped up beer foam, and I just spit it into some horrible bottle. Well, it'd be the best time to make out with someone. I think, uh, I think the kilt lifter just went down in my book. <laughs> or like the throat lifter. Oh, 
So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, what we have for yes. you, we, we've actually given you part one of what's going to be three parts of our three decades worth of best songs of every decade. Oh, we'll come up for a better name than that. But before we, before we uh before we leave you today, we're gonna we're we're gonna pause for a couple of moments. It won't be too long for you guys. It's gonna be a quick intro, and then we'll be right back with one more beer review, and then we will let you go on with your pretty little lives. So thank you for listening, and off we go to our last and final segment. And also things and stuff and things. Now, we took you down the tour of. Are you doing that? It's limp. <laughs> it's limp. You're going the wrong way. Brady, Teddy, Lefty, Lucy. Uh, Brady, good. Teddy, Lefty, Lucy. Atta boy. And they have to listen to it the whole time. That's the worst part. Don't worry. Sounds like somebody trying to get a hot dog out of a wrapper. Hot dogs come in wrappers? So, any hooser. Well, kids, we went down the road of Four Peaks and we gave you a review of the Kilt Lifter. Now, like Mike Lifter. We're going to change it. We're going to change change tones just a little bit. We're going to go to Four Peaks Guilt Lifter. This is the diet version of the Kilt Lifter. Mind you, it's it's... G-I-L-T. Only 99 calories. I feel like we should chug this one. 3.4. I feel like we should get like a good two, three sips in before we give it an honest review. I feel like I should drink half the can before. Happiest sound in the world. This is like a Capri Sun. It's been sitting on the table this whole time. Why did it explode? Uh, It likes you. Three, two, one, go. (coughs) I didn't go yet. I had to clear my throat. Huh. It tastes like not much. The same. It's like a beer. It tastes like the last beer we tried, with a slight hint of the last beer that we tried. <laughs> I don't. Really it's like they much. took the last beer and they added water to it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It just watered it. Water down. and this South... beer is too amber to sell as a light. Water and South American hops. That's what I'm going to say. It's the not Scottish, bad. The Scottish thing is like really fucking. This isn't with me. the Scottish one though. It, it, no, it, it is. is Scottish. Oh, it is Scottish. Yeah, it's a it? Scottish light. Like, I don't know if it's just my brain. Like, I read Scottish, and, like, I instantly go bad because, like, ugh. Well, that's it's what like, you get for ah, reading. Like, yeah. That, ah. that burps like a Coors Light. It does. Why do I know that? It, tastes, know it tastes like fucking Keystone Light. I mean, it's light. It's not It's not painful by any means. Um, it's but not bad. It's you terrible. know what? I would probably never buy it, so I'm giving it a three. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to go with three. I did three, five for the last one. I'm going to go with three for this one. Yeah, for sure. Four Peaks. I'm interested Like, I'll drink see... it if somebody gives it to me, but I'll never buy it. I I'll give it a three as well. It's fine. All right. Threes, three, threes across the board. Trees. Trace. Proud of you, Four Peaks, for trying. Proud of us for trying it after the last one. All right. <laughs> David, take us home only as David can. Well, that's it for us, kids. We are Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, the only place where you can find local, national, international rock metal and beer reviews. That was our beer review of Four Peaks. Guilt Lifter. The Diet Kilt Lifter. Uh, if you like beer, like we like beer, you'd probably like this beer. It's it's relative. It's, it's a three right down the middle of the road. You know how we grade stuff. You know how we are. I am like thoroughly beer. impressed with our listeners for coming this far <laughs> and catching the end of this it's episode. Been a long journey. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to Heavy Metal Over Six Pack. We will be back next week to continue this saga of the best songs from certain eras. Decades of decadence, if you will. Bring it on the 90s, man. Lots of, there's going to be a lot of good conversations in this next episode. So if you could sit through this one idly, we're proud of you. Because the next one, you're not going to have to so much. We're going to keep you on your toes with the amount of picks that we pick per year for the best song. And Dave's going to choke us to death with new metal next year. time. Uh-huh. Yes. And probably, every, but and probably every other time after that. One, that. Yeah. It's going to be uh, nothing but Linkin Park and Alice in Chains picks from me. It's fine. And P.O.D. And P.O.D. Yep. Ha- circa 1996. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's enough from us, kids. Tune in next week. We will catch you on the flip side. We love you. Thank you. And have a safe evening. Hasta luego. HMOA6pack.com Hashtag and Gmail. I said bye. Hashtag bye. We'll say bye again. No. Oh, wait. Is this like an Anthony Vincent goodbye? Are we really not leaving? We're just changing our name? Oh, this is like a, uh, I want to create attention for myself, so I'm going to say a goodbye video, like we're quitting, but I really want you to keep coming to my current platform, so I keep making money while I work on my new thing. Oh, so exactly what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that wasn't his intention at all, though, so. No, it wasn't. Thanks for listening. See you. Love you, Anthony. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.